Welcome back to On Deck, everybody. This is the PC Gaming Podcast, hosted over at my my uh, YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash nerdness. And that's right. We are here to talk about PC gaming, very specifically focused on the Steam Deck, as per usual. Uh, I want to start off today by talking about what I've been playing. But before I talk about what I've been playing, I just asked people in chat. There were already like 50 people who were in chat before I even started the show. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Uh, and I said, hey, what have you guys been playing? And I had a couple of people answering. Black Label uh, said that they've been playing Tales of Arise. Uh, the Mixie Woo says Halo Master Chief Collection. And Colin Hulworth, I, I probably but I definitely butchered that name. Uh, they said they've been playing Monster Hunter Rise, Final Fantasy V, and they finished Cult of the Lamb. Cult of the Lamb is a game... You guys will probably hear me say this many times. Uh, it's one of those games that I really liked, but I got distracted by shiny things, never got back to. I definitely need to play that game some more. Steven Wardlaw, though, I think he's been playing the hardest game out of anybody. He says, I've been playing the I'll just buy one more game game on an endless loop. Uh, my catalog, Colin uh, Hulworth says, my catalog has only gotten worse since the Steam Deck. Uh, people keep calling it the backlog killer or backlog destroyer, but not for me. And absolutely the same right here. When I got the Steam Deck, my my um, my Steam library just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's because there's always ridiculously good deals on either Humble Bundle or Green Man Gaming or Fanatical. Uh, just so many good deals out there that you just don't get nearly as much in the console world. And I know that this is not new news to people who are like PC gamers, but it's something that I kind of forgot about after having moved away from PC gaming for so long. Uh, anyway, I've been playing a couple of games this week. Number one, I've been playing more Cyberpunk 2077. I'm still fairly early on in the game, I'm sure. Uh, that game, it, it runs great on the Steam Deck. I did have it. I turned off the, like, they have a built-in V-Sync into the options for, um, for like, the, the detected Steam Deck options. I turned that off. And I upped my uh, frame rate a little bit to about 40, and then I lowered my refresh rate of my screen to 40 hertz. It, it, the game is smooth like butter and, and just plays really, really well. And I've been having a lot of fun with it. And I also really am starting to enjoy like the aspect of how I am approaching combat as a character, like going in there, uh, messing with people's optics so they can't see anymore turning on the cameras, looking around. I do wish that there was, I think that that maybe as I progress further into the tiers of the game, I'll get better at stealth and stuff. But man, every time I'm playing the game, somebody always sees me. I, I want to be the sneaky guy in Cyberpunk 2077, but I'm never sneaky enough. And that probably comes from when I play open world games, I tend to go with sneaky guy like you look at skyrim i play the dirty sneaky thief you know you got a bow you're way out on the distance you're picking off the dudes with a with with uh, arrow shots from really far away and they have no idea uh where they are coming from uh, or they have no idea where you are coming from so 
I'm really enjoying that, and I, I'm I'm in I'm glad that they have fixed that game, and they are. Uh, um, Sorry, I got distracted by chat. I'm glad that they fixed that game and they are getting the rewards from that. All right. Um, so let's go ahead and... Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> See, the the chat moderation is catching people talking about the ways that they're taking out enemies in Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> so I've got to fix that. If there's a mod that could just that's here that could watch that, that would be awesome. All right. The other game that I have been playing uh, recently is uh, Shovel Knight Dig. I picked this up yesterday. Yesterday morning, I picked it up. Um, I was, and, and you, oh, by the way, the show looks a little different today. Sorry, I forgot about that. I trimmed my beard. I shaved my head. Uh, this is like my normal look. And the guy with beard and hair last time, like that's not what I usually look like. So I kind of went back to my usual look. So that's one reason why it looks different. Another reason that it looks different is yesterday, uh, my wife and I were babysitting my grandson, or our grandson, I should say, and I didn't have time to make all of the, like the the art, the like the the little screens that I put up in the middle of the show. So that's why that stuff's not going to be in the show today. And I didn't even have time to go out and grab like people's quotes that people send in uh, for uh, for topics and stuff like that, but. Go ahead and keep sending those in at nerdnest.tv slash submit. All right, uh, back to Shovel Knight Dig. I picked this up yesterday before we went down to uh, babysit my grandson, and uh, I bought it on Steam, grabbed my Steam Deck, uh, installed it real quick, and then threw it in my backpack, and we went. And then when it came time to um, put him down for his nap, uh, I grabbed my Steam Deck. My wife took a nap on the couch, and uh, my son was playing on his Switch, and I sat there and played Shovel Knight Dig on the Steam Deck. And I have to say, that game is really good. I mean, I was, I'm was i not a huge surprise. It's, it's not a huge surprise that this game is good because Shovel Knight is an absolutely fantastic game. So I was expecting Yacht Club Games to knock it out of the park. I am really, really enjoying this game. It is a roguelike instead of a crafted world and the like the first shovel knight they very meticulously handcrafted each level and then they rebuilt each level in order to deal with the different powers of the different heroes that came as dlc free dlc uh later shovel knight is different or shovel knight dig is different this game is a roguelike where you are digging down into a well and continuously like exploring these new areas and the new areas are procedurally generated which is really really cool um so far i've probably seen three or four areas i pro i think that i have i'm gonna say i'm gonna say like four hours so far playing this game because it's just it's fantastic yacht, Pl yacht club games did a great job now right now on steam and i'm not sure why it has mixed reviews I am having a blast with it. I'm not sure what everybody doesn't like about it, but I think it's fantastic. If you haven't picked it up yet, it is currently 10% off on Steam, uh, so you can get it for $22.49 instead of $25. It's awesome. Uh, I'm loving this game, and if you haven't picked it up, you absolutely should pick it up. All right, before we get to the news, I want to tell everybody, hey, I've got a video that's coming out tomorrow that I want you all to watch. Um, D brand sent me 
uh, Project Kill Switch. That's their case for the nin- for the for the Nintendo Switch. You idiot. Uh, for the, I'm going to hold up this little yellow thing that says I'm with stupid. Um, what is it uh, for the Steam Deck? That's the case for the Steam Deck. I can't talk about it on the show today because it's uh, embargoed until tomorrow. But if you haven't uh, subscribed and turned on notifications on the YouTube channel, make sure that you do because I get a video review coming out about that tomorrow uh, evening. So make sure that you watch uh, watch for that. And I'll probably talk more about it on the next episode of On Deck. All right, let's move on to the news and uh, talk about with so many updates. So many um, software updates have been coming to Steam, uh, Steam OS. And man, I have to say, with the way that they've been doing this, I just can't. I can't wait for Steam OS to be released for the general non-Steam Deck people to, to get their hands on it because Valve is doing a, a, just a fantastic job making a gaming operating system. And because it's based on Linux, I feel like Valve has the ability to really move quickly with their iterations. And we have been seeing this since, since the beginning. We've constantly been seeing Valve just... One day after another, after another, after another, dropping all of these updates and improving the the uh, experience of using SteamOS on the Steam Deck. And they put a huge one out on September 22nd. So a lot of this is the this is the stable patch notes right now. And we'll talk about beta patch notes. And what's the other one? Um, what's the thing? I Chat, help me out. I can't remember the name of it. There's stable, there's beta, and then there's preview. I just remembered. Uh, preview. So this is the stable. We'll talk about beta and preview in a minute. On stable, we've got these new patch notes, and there, there's a lot of really good stuff in here that people, I think, have been looking forward to. Uh, first off, they have improved the responsiveness of the on-screen keyboard. Um, trackpad typing now generally updates at 60 hertz. I have had an issue where whenever I am trying to use the trackpad typing, I've run into issues where I feel like it's unresponsive and I didn't like that. And I didn't realize that that was what the issue was. It was that it was updating at a, at, at a different refresh rate than the screen. Um, that's kind of a big deal. And I th- well, actually, now that I think about it, let's think about this for a second. If you go into... I was going to grab my Steam Deck and show you guys, but I can't because I've got the case on it. Um, if if I if you go into the quick access menu and you go down to the battery, the performance settings, and then you turn on the frame rate and you turn it on like all the way down at the bottom, I think you can turn it on so that you can see what the frame rate is, even when you're just in SteamOS, you'll see that it runs at like two hertz, like two two frames per second. And then when you go to do something, it rockets up and then it drops back down. And they do this in order to save battery, which is brilliant. And I wonder if that was what the issue was that we were running into when um, when trying to type with the trackpads is that it was doing uh, like it was trying to ramp up the speed. And that was making things not great. Well, now it's constantly running at 60 frames per second when you have the keyboard on the screen, and that's going to give you a much better typing experience. Um, They also missed fixing keys, uh, missing keystrokes when touch typing on screen keyboards in desktop mode. 
I will say this as somebody who plays Final Fantasy 14 on the Steam Deck, typing in my password. I have complicated passwords. Like I use uh, like one password uh, as like my password manager. And I have very complicated passwords, like super complex. I, I can't possibly remember them all. So what I always have to do is I, I grab my Steam Deck. I go to play Final Fantasy 14. I grab my phone. I get the phone out. I find the password for Final Fantasy 14. And I type it in on the Steam Deck. And then I launch my authentication apps because I always use two-factor two authentication in order to be safe. And then I got to type that in. And invariably what would happen is at some point I mistyped or the Steam Deck missed whatever I was typing in. Well, that seems like it's going to be fixed now, which is very, very cool. They improved the media page performance. I never really noticed that there was an issue, but I don't take a lot of screenshots. Most of the time, I only take screenshots when I am uh, making a thumbnail for the YouTube channel or something. Um, but let's move on to the big stuff, the really good stuff, the stuff that is game-changing literally for almost any game that you have on the Steam Deck. And that is Steam Input Virtual Menus. I talked about this in a video showing how to set everything up. It's it's awesome. Uh, but for those of you that don't know, Virtual Menus has been around since the Steam Controller came out. And it's something that's been in Steam Input for a really long time. When they brought it to the Steam Deck, it was really anemic and didn't didn't work nearly as well as I wanted. And it was really disappointing to me. Well, they've updated it and it is now better than it has ever been before. And it is it is just fantastic. You now have multiple types of virtual menus. And all of those different types of virtual menus are all in this their own little section of the Steam Steam OS uh, of the configurator. And um, that means that if I decide, all right, I'm, I'm making my menu to do, I don't know, just like to bring up like my inventory and stuff like that. I'm making a menu for that. Um, I'm going to put it on the left trackpad. If you decide to put it over on the right trackpad instead, that's literally like three clicks before it was, oh, now I have to recreate everything that I made before, which is a lot of work. And I, I just did not want to do that. So... Uh, now it's so much easier. It's like three clicks and you can get to the menus and the menus have really, really good layouts. Uh, they also now show you what it looks like and it makes it so much easier to reorder all of the things that you've done on, on your menus. This update is huge and you guys definitely want to learn how this works. Make sure you guys check out my video about the, the new menus, uh, you're going to like it a lot. Uh, also, Steam Input in general, the added support for mode shifts in the new configurator. I made a video about this one as well. I had a lot of people ask me, what is the difference between action sets, action layers, and mode shifts? So I wanted to take a second and talk about that real quick. Action sets, basically, when you hit a button, it will change the entire controller to a new set of inputs, okay? Action layers basically takes your default layer, okay, your, your default action set, and then changes just a couple of buttons when you uh, press some kind of input, whatever input, it, it, whatever input that you uh, particularly want. And then mode shifts 
do the same thing as, as action layers, but they're much easier to set up, uh, but they're also just a little bit less powerful. So for the most part, you're going to be able to get get by just fine using mode shifts. But for those of you who want to do something a little more complicated, that's what action layers are for. And then if you want to do some crazy things like like what Valve has done with um, what's uh, Half-Life 2, um, they've they, they've done some really cool things with Half-Life 2, then that's where action layers comes into play. By the way, just want to interrupt the flow of the show for just a second to say thank you to Stephen A. for their $5 Super Chat. They said, I pre-ordered my 512 deck on 821 and just now got my purchase email a few minutes ago. We're going to be talking about that very shortly, everybody. That is a big deal that's going on, and that's what the title of, of today's episode is all about. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right. Uh, let's move on and talk about that was, that was like some of the updates for the stable channel. Now I want to move on to the pre, uh, not the preview channel, the beta channel, the beta channel. They also have updated the responsiveness of the on, on screen keyboard. This is beyond what we had already seen because this came out afterwards. Uh, oh no, no, no. Oh, okay. Ignore, ignore, ignore that. That was before. That was the wrong window. Uh, let's move on to preview. This is a big deal. I put out a video about this on the YouTube channel, of course, because, hey, what else am I going to do? Um, one of my biggest gripes that comes to uh, that, that, that I've been talking about whenever I've been talking about the Steam Deck, since I got it back in February, one of my biggest gripes is that when you com- when you hook it up to a TV or to a computer monitor, the, the performance, not necessarily of the games, but of the, the system itself, just is terrible. Now, to be fair, I have a four, all of my screens are 4K screens. Uh, the, the monitor that I'm sitting at, that, that I usually play games at, this is a 4K screen. I bought a 4K screen for a very specific reason. I do a lot of video editing. And I do like live streaming and stuff. And so I wanted as high a resolution as I could get so that I could spread things out on the screen instead of having everything cluttered together. So should I have done that? No. And that's because I didn't really understand how Windows and Mac OS both deal with resolution. Because when I hook that thing up to my, my screen, it always says, well, we recommend you use like 150% as your window size. And I was like, well, 150%. No, thank you. I'll do a hundred percent. And I do it at a hundred percent and it looks like crap. So then I went to 150%, which means I would have been better off with like a 1440p monitor. Well, live and learn, right? 
Well, I've got my 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 uh, capture card is a 4K capture card. So anytime I hook up the Steam Deck to the capture card, what would happen is it would run awful because it's expecting 4K for input. It it just runs like crap. I can't stand it. It's bad. And I've been complaining about this since it came out. Well, those days are soon to be behind us. And I think that this is why we are going to very soon, very soon, start to see shipments of the uh, official Steam Deck dock. All right. Here's what we know. This is a preview channel. It says, this update is for the preview channel and includes new features that are still being tested. You can opt into this by going to settings, system, Steam update, update channel. I will recommend everybody don't do it yet. All right. I did it, and there are definitely problems with this. But, hey, it's the preview channel. It's supposed to have problems. Okay. Here's what it says. Added external display output resolution and refresh rate in the UI for display settings requires Steam client beta. I'm not sure why they said that, because Steam Client Beta isn't something that you have to worry about anymore. As soon as you pick Preview, you have Steam Client Beta. But whatever. Automatically avoid problematic resolutions uh, or, or 30 hertz modes on external displays. Uh, and improved frame pacing when compositing, such as when FSR is enabled. All right. Let's talk about, and then the rest of it's a bunch of fixes, Okay. Let's talk about, first off, the, the external display. And, well, actually, let me tell you why you shouldn't do it yet. I immediately installed it. Um, I set up my Steam Deck. I hooked it up to my capture card. I was recording a video at the time. And sure enough, after I was on the preview build and I did the update, it said, hey, reboot your system. So I did, and then it gave me the option, just like they said it would, I can change my resolution. So I thought, okay, well, I got a couple of options. This is a 16 by 9 display, so I'm going to set it to 1080p. The reason I want 1080p is because it's just a little bit higher than the resolution, than the, the native resolution of the Steam Deck. And because I don't have to worry about um, battery when it's docked, then maybe FSR would be able to push my games up a little bit and make them look okay at 1080p makes sense to me if there's reason why that's uh, super uh why this little yellow box is saying i'm with stupid then let me know um so that's what i did and i set it up and sure enough it worked uh although there were a couple of hiccups where like it worked and then it just went back to the other resolution so then i started a game now this happened to be a game cyberpunk 27 which i talked about before where the devs had made their own specific bespoke profile for the Steam Deck, meaning it detected the Steam Deck as a system and then said, oh, this is the best settings for it. And so it was running at 1280 by 800, which is a 16 by 10 resolution, giving me black bars on the left and right of my screen. I didn't really like that. As a content creator, that was actually kind of cool because it meant that the aspect ratio perfectly fit my Steam Deck uh, overlay for, for when I was recording in my recording software. Uh, but because of that, I was I was basically kind of irritated by the black bars. And I know most people would want to avoid those black bars. So I was like, okay, I know what I'll do. I'm going to change it to, um, I'll, I'll, go, I'll get out of the game and uh, switch it back over. Well, I went back into the, the, the menu, not the game menu, but the Steam Deck menu. And I changed the resolution. I think I set it to, 
I can't remember what I set it to, but after I changed it, that menu where you change the resolution at a system level of your Steam Deck vanished. It's no longer there. It completely disappeared. And I had other people who ran into exactly the same issue post their comments on that video. They also now no longer have that menu. And so I thought, all right, here's what I'm going to try doing. I'm going to uninstall the preview mode. Re- I'll, so I'll go back to beta and then I'll go back to preview and fix that. Nope, it's still gone. So the preview mode right now is preview for a reason. That is the, you're on the bleeding edge of what, of the changes that are going to come. You are very likely to experience issues. And now my Steam Deck doesn't have access to that menu at all. Now, am I worried about it? No, because what I'm sure will happen is that they will update and I will go into the update and be able to fix it. And if that doesn't uh, resolve itself, then I'll you know put in a, a support ticket or something. Uh, but when you have that menu disappearing and now you are trapped at a lower resolution, it is very, very frustrating. So don't do this. That being said, I'm so happy that Valve is updating this or, or is working on this because... Here's the thing. There's I constantly have people asking me, when do I think the deck is going to come out? And the thing that I've been saying for months, and if you guys go back and watch my old videos, you know that it's true. I've been saying for months, the software isn't ready. I personally don't have any inside information here, but I personally think that Valve was holding back on releasing that hardware until the software was ready because what would happen invariably is people would buy it, they'd get the dock, they would hook up their Steam Deck to the dock. They would get a game that wasn't respecting resolutions or whatever. And because of that, they would have a bad experience playing a game. And they wouldn't blame the developer. They wouldn't blame the publisher. They would blame Valve for selling them hardware that didn't do what they were expecting it to do. And I figured, why would they open themselves up to headaches like this? Just don't ship the dock. Say, hey, if you want to use a dock... Go for it. You can use all the third-party stuff you want, all right? Use all that stuff. We're standards compliant. Go nuts. We're not shipping our dock yet because we have things that we're working on. We want to make sure that we have the parts available. And maybe, just maybe, they're trying to make the software solution a little more seamless, a little more Switch-like. Because when you dock your Switch, it is seamless. It just works perfectly every single time. And that's the kind of thing that you expect when you are buying a device like this is you want it to just work. And sure, a lot of my audience are like PC aficionados and they expect a little a little grime, a little grit on their 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 electronics when they're they're messing with stuff, a little things that they that they have to work out. But not everybody's like that. So I think that Valve has delayed the Steam Deck official docking station until they get the software fixed and now they're working on that software and it's in the preview build and man i tell you what they these guys iterate so fast i think once this gets let's like once they nail it once it's nailed i think that we will see those this suddenly valve will be like hey everybody we solved our supply chain issues and we are shipping out steam decks or steam deck docking stations right now and we'll talk more about shipping in a minute. Um, now, does that mean that I think that they're lying 
about not being able to deal with supply chain issues? No, of course not. Two things can be true at the same time. Yes, there are supply chain issues. So what do you do? You'd make a delay, which gives you more time to fix that software. Anyway, that's how I uh, feel about it. Uh, let me know what you guys think uh, in the comment section down below if you're watching on YouTube or if you are here with 300 people in the live chat. Uh, let me know in the live chat. Uh, Benjamin Patino says something brilliant. He says they can't account for every monitor, game, settings combination, but they can get close enough. Uh, heck, Boogie One ch uh, in chat says uh, definitely not the JSOX doc. Some other one I ordered on Amazon. Yeah, I have the JSOX doc. Uh, I think that I have another doc coming. I can't remember off the top of my head which one it is. Uh, but I think I got a video coming sometime in the near future about that. Um, all right. Anyway, <laughs> somebody in chat, uh, Master Brad, Breadman. Master Breadman, that's a great name. They said, um, oh, no, it was Andrew uh, Cullinane. They said, I'm afraid to even hit the little three-dot button. Listen, don't be afraid. If, if you're on the stable build... Don't be afraid to hit the three dot button. Just try it. When you mess around with that stuff, you're not going to mess it up. They because you're on the stable build, you're essentially you're essentially playing in a in a safe little sandbox that they've built for you. So go ahead, hit the quick access menu button and mess around with stuff. And you might find that you figured out the best settings for some game that gets you like four hours of playtime and uh, beautiful graphics and everything. And then you can come back here and tell us all about it. All right, let's move on and talk about, um, oh, where did it go? Not this. Oh, back to, um, back to the res uh, problematic resolutions. I wanted to mention this. Um, 30 hertz modes. I ran into this issue. I was doing a live stream. Like like the one where all of you are here. I was playing a game on my Steam Deck, and I was like, oh, you know what? I bet I can get a little bit uh, better performance if I change the – or a more stable perform if it's performance if I change the refresh rate of my Steam Deck to 40 hertz and then limit it to 40 hertz. And my my capture card said, nope, you cannot do that. And then I, I was basically had to unhook the Steam Deck, turn that off, and then hook it back up in order to fix it. So I'm glad that they're doing that. Now, finally, the improved frame pacing. Um, when I did my video about this, I said, oh, look, the frame pacing is better, you know, because, listen, I'm new to this kind of stuff. Like, the frame rate, frame time, and frame pacing – and I had a bunch of people take me to the woodshed uh, about getting that wrong, which I'm totally fine with. If I get something wrong, let me know in the comment section uh, down below because it helps out. Um, so real quick, I wanted to explain in the lowest common terms what those things are. So frame rate is basically like your average. Like how are you doing on average? What frames are being sent? Frame time is how much time does it take to generate a frame? And then frame pacing is how smooth are those frames being delivered? So your your game could generate a bunch of frames. Like they could generate like 30 frames or something. Numbers are not important here. All right. Uh, they could generate like 30 frames per something and dole out those frames for you. But if they dole them out in like two right here and then a space and then one, that's bad frame pacing. So when Valve says in this preview update... Uh, essentially, 
uh, that they are improving the frame pacing when compositing, such as when FSR is enabled. That means that you should get smoother gameplay, essentially, which I think is awesome. Um, Heck Boogie one in chat sends in a $5 super chat. Thank you so much for that. They said, have you tried custom boot up screens on the deck? No, I haven't. I've seen them. I think that they're really cool. If I did one, I might do something where it's showing off like my nerd nest logo, because I think that that would be just really cool. But, um, no, I haven't yet. Um, I'm curious if you guys are doing it, let me know which ones you're using. I've seen one that was featuring Breaking Bad, one that's featuring um, Futurama. Uh, there's a bunch of different ones out there. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know what you're talking about, uh, people turned on like these these special animations that turn on when you first turn on the Steam Deck. So you wouldn't see it every time. You would just see it like when you turn it on, like from powered from like a powered down state. And it's really cool. They show like animations, like my retro arcade cabinet that you guys can't see it well you can just barely see it on the right side of the frame um i have a custom boot animation when i turn that on uh and yes i saw the seinfeld one as well fender 178 uh and a big thank you to your statistics for sending in their two dollar super chat just to support the show you guys are awesome anyway uh so fsr FSR um, 2.0, I think, is coming to Cyberpunk 2077, and that might actually e- increase even more, um, even more uh, performance for that game. I saw some people asking me, "Will FSR 3.0 w- work on the Steam Deck?" And no, it won't, because that's only going to work. FSR 3.0 is only going to work on. Um, like the new 40 series graphics cards. Anyway, uh, moving on from that, let's talk about Steam charts. Now, this is something I was very confused about because I thought that this was something that we already had, but I think that they just improved it and made a little bit more information. Like it's it's now live, so you can check it whenever you want. And uh, what is Steam charts? Well, basically, they're telling you how many people are playing what games right now and they posted this which i think is very cool they said today we launched a new section of steam dedicated to ranking um uh, yes i do mean rdna3 sorry sorry i was i was mistaking um the fsr thing anyway uh we'll we'll tackle that on another time um today we launched a new section of of steam dedicated to ranking the most popular games on steam this new section Uh, Includes real-time charts for top-selling and most-played games, as well as weekly top sellers and monthly new uh, releases. Check out the new charts here. So if you click on that, it's going to take you uh, to see what are the top games that are being played right now. Uh, So right now, the top-selling games are Terra Invicta. I've never even heard of that. I don't know what that game is. Um, Slime Rancher 2, Apex Legends, Counter-Strike uh, Global Offensive and Destiny 2. Uh, the most played would be Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, Dota 2, Lost Ark, Apex Legends, PUBG. All of those are free-to-play games, by the way. So that's like that's why you want your game to be a free-to-play game. You could look at the top, top new releases for July, and it'll bring that up and show you all of the games that are like the top releases. Uh, and it's sorted randomly, so it's not trying to weight things, which is very cool, but it can be a good way to go look for... 
uh, new information. Um, I think that this is really, really cool. I did see some bugs where it it said uh, hardware was excluded, but then like one of the Steam VR things was running on there. So, or not running on there, but was on the chart. So that's kind of goofy. Um, they also added an indication for how many weeks a game has been on the top sellers chart because I think that's a really good thing because what some publishers do, and Steam is or Valve has been trying to fight this, but some publishers will be like, my game's on sale for a penny, and then they get into like the top selling chart and then they raise the price again, and so that's another good way that you can you can see how games are doing. Uh, you can also look at different regions, uh, and so you're not stuck with um, you're not stuck just looking at the region that you're in. I think that it's it that it's all really really fantastic. All right, let's move on. And oh, Evo in chat just said, "Hey, Bill, received my Steam Deck about three hours ago. So excited, Evo! I want to know what the first game you're playing is." All right. Anyway, uh, Master Breadman, thank you so much for becoming a member here on the YouTube channel. Okay, here we go. Moving on. Let's talk about production because a lot of people today in chat have been saying, hey, I just ordered mine. I just ordered mine. I just ordered mine. Why is that? Here, this is the reason, unless they're in Canada. Steam Deck uh, tweeted this out. They said, Steam Deck production is faster than ever. We're on track to to fulfill all, all reservations before the end of the year. Sorry, my... Software says it just crashed. Hopefully I'm still live, you guys. Let me know. Uh, Steam Deck production is faster than ever, and we're on track to fulfill all reservations before the end of the year. There's a temporary snag for our Canadian customers we want to address. Please see the follow-up tweet for more details. Our distributor has hit a processing backlog for... Uh, where did it go? For orders in Canada. So folks in that region will see very temporary pause on order emails. We're working on it, and we're optimistic we can resume emails in Canada soon. This doesn't impact emails or order shipments in other regions. To clarify, the reason for this pause is so our distributor can make it through the backlog of paid orders in Canada before we resume sending emails to folks in those uh, in that region. All right. So first off, I'm glad that they've that they've got that fixed. Uh, but let's talk about this because. For the last year and a half or so, we've been all uh, we've been all dealing with this issue of the only way to buy that is to do the reservation and then just wait. And personally, when they made that decision to make it so you buy the thing and then you wait until it's your turn to buy it, I think that that's a great move. I think that's the right way to do it. It's much better than fighting against everybody else trying to get your hands on a PS5 or an Xbox Series, whatever, because, like, you can't just get in line. Because I can just get in line with the Steam Deck, I can just buy it and then wait my turn, and I'm fine with that. Well, that's about to change because Valve has essentially said, hey, everybody, we now... We've made it, so now you're. if you've already ordered it, you're getting it this year. And if that's the case, every time Valve opens their mouth, they are overperforming every single time. Hey, we, we did better than we thought we were going to. Hey, we did better than we thought we were doing going to do again. And remember last time when we said we did better than we were going to? We did better than that, too. And they keep overperforming their 
somebody in in the in the YouTube comments said they were pulling a Scotty, where you under promise and over deliver, and that is exactly what Valve has been doing, and it is it's awesome, and I love that they're doing it. So with Valve over promising, or I'm sorry, under promising and over delivering, now we're going to get to the point very soon, I think, where when they when you hit a button, you are essentially going to be getting your Steam Deck right away. In fact, I'm trying to scroll all the way up to the beginning of the show. Uh, somebody had said earlier that, uh, yeah, look at this. They ordered their reservation on the 27th of August, and they, they got their order today. So they put the reservation in at the end of August. It's like we're... We're a month. They put their order in a month ago, and they got their order. They like they got the the opportunity to pay for their order today. That is a big deal, and Valve is now going to be at that point. And here's the question: Once they hit that point, where you can just go to the store, buy it, and it'll be shipped to you like right away, do they put the Steam Deck in retail stores? Probably not GameStop because GameStop doesn't make any money off sales for that thing, right? <laughs> like you're not going to go to GameStop and buy Steam cards. Well, some people will, but most people won't, right? So, but but the big box stores, you know, you go to Walmart, you go to Target, you go to Best Buy, you go to is Circuit City, City still a thing? I don't know. You go to all of those places Will you see Steam Decks on the shelves there? I know that Valve, when they released their little book and they were talking about other regions, that they said, hey, we're going to try and get into retail in in those other uh, uh, places. But are they going to do it here? I do think that they I do think that they are going to do that. And the reason that I think that they're going to do it is because this thing is super successful and they like once they've fulfilled all those orders, they need to get it out in front of people who otherwise don't have any idea what this thing is. Like we, we like me and the 350 people that are here, we all know all about this stuff. But there's a lot of customers out there that play video games and just have no idea. So I do think that we're going to get brick and mortar uh, retailers carrying the Steam Deck probably at the beginning of next year. That's my guess anyway. You guys can all let me know what you think. All right. The last thing that I want to talk about before I get out of here is going to be this um, post over on the subreddit. And it says, I just got uh, off the phone to Activision support. Uh, and they said the Steam Deck will not be able to run Modern Warfare 2 beta uh, or full game on launch, and they have no plans to support Linux in the future. The Ricochet anti-cheat will not work on Linux. If you launch the game on Steam Deck, you may get a ban on your account that is account-wide, meaning you won't be able to play on that account or Xbox or PlayStation as well. Bungie did a similar thing with Destiny 2. Kind of sucks, and I'm not the only one that got this message. People on Twitter and Reddit have been saying the same thing. So I don't have anything to say about that other than, hey, if you're not going to put your game on the device that I want to play on, I'm not going to play your game. So I think that if people just vote with their wallets and say, forget you guys, then we'll be fine. And eventually they'll they'll come around. 
they currently have no plans. Maybe at some point they will have plans. Let me know what you guys think. I just wanted to let people know, don't try and install that or run that game on your Steam Deck because you don't want to get banned. Uh, but thank you guys for hanging out with me. I I think you guys are all awesome. There's uh, like 350 of you hanging out with me here today. I do want to say real quick before I get out of here, uh, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash nerdnest to get all of these shows without any ads in them. And join our community Discord to hang out with like 2,000 awesome people, uh, nerdnest.tv slash Discord. I asked a question at the beginning of the show. They've got 487 votes in it so far. I said, do you have your Steam Deck yet? 58% said got it. 20% said it's on the way. 12% said getting it this year. And 9% said that they haven't decided yet. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. You could have been anywhere, but you chose to be here. From the Nerd Nest, I'm Bill. Stay rad, everybody. Bye-bye.